Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in with Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. And do you see who I have on my show today? Because I'm bragging. I'm bragging. Yes, I am bragging. We have an iconic, legendary dancer, choreographer, TV personality, an entrepreneur, and then boom, 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 actress, Big Les, Leslie Sager. Hip hop lives forever. We got 50 more and 50 more and 50 more after that. Yes, it is such a pleasure having you on my you show. Girl. And thank you for making it easy. You, you know, know how we do. It should be easy. I don't understand why there's always ever any drama. And like, I, if anyone ever tells you I've ever shown up late, that they would be lying or it would be an act of God. I'm like the only person who is ever always on time. I'm early for everything. I can't stand, like that's my biggest pet peeve. So gotta be easy. Yes. We love what you, we do, we love what we do. Out of your busy schedule, you're traveling, you know, watching your post and you're here and you're there and you just made it so easy. And what I love is your follow-up, you're very prompt even during your busy time. And I want to thank you because that means that you respect, you know, the people, you know, whether if they're starting out a new platform or a new brand or been established forever, you give the same respect. And I want to thank you. Listen, it takes two seconds to respond. So even if like, listen, it takes two seconds to respond. Anything otherwise is intentional, right? So. Yes. You don't respond, it's like, because you didn't want to. So, yes. no, I got you. Yes. <laughs> so, Leslie, we've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and and crossing over. So, what, what are we going to call this? Decades, crossing over decades, crossing over new worlds. Well, what, are we, what are we calling this? I always call it elevation and evolution. That's, that's always been my goal and my journey and my ascendance. And that's where my bullseye is at right there. You know what I'm saying? I just want to change and grow and morph and keep going up. So elevation and evolution, that's, those are the two words I would say. Yeah, so and consistency. And consistency is everything. And mm -hmm. I've known you for a very long time. And yes, indeed, the evolution is there in full form. Can you please tell my guests listeners and viewers a small introduction about yourself before we get into your questions oh my goodness okay <laughs> what up y'all so i'm a girl from queens new york city um child, and i my whole base really of who i am is i was a gymnast i started at 10 i was competing in national competition by like 11 12 um, got full scholarships to like four or five different colleges uh, gymnastic scholarships and academic scholarships so I competed really well at the top level 
Um, I'm a New York City club kid, always been at the roller skating rink and in the clubs and battling. And once I discovered battling as a dancer and realized, hey, there are no girls in the circle or there's no girls backflipping and even some of the guys aren't backflipping. I was like, I'm taking over. And then music videos came out while I was in my college dorm and I got hooked to Janet Jackson and Jody Watley and Paula Abdul and everybody. And I was like, I could do that. I need to do that. I'm out of here. So it was Broadway for me when I got out of college and I was still working. My degree is in uh, sports, actually exercise physiology. I had a opportunity to get my master's in five years for sports medicine and physical therapy, but you can only compete gymnastics for four years. And so I was like, stay or Broadway? Masters or Broadway? I was like, I'm out of here, I'm going to Broadway. I can always come back and get my master's. So, um, and then I just, next thing you know, once I got my first tour, I just started working and I've been in this entertainment industry ever since and it's been a blessing. It's been a roller coaster. Don't let anybody tell you anything otherwise. Dancing, Rap City, radio, film, it's all been beautiful. That's, that's amazing. You've had an incredible career spanning dance, choreography, television, and acting. Looking back, what inspired you to pursue such a diverse range of artistic endeavors? And how do you see them intersecting in your creative journey? I think, again, um, you don't realize that you know, you're a performer. I was really tom, a tom girl, you know, climbing trees with all the guys in the neighborhoods and stuff. And then my mom would just put me in gymnastics because I was tearing up the house and kicking over furniture. And it literally blossomed me into a structure of, not obedience, um, just responsibility. You have to show up, you have to do the work. Like there is no faking the funk in gymnastics, right? You are there, bare to the bone in a leotard and your skills matter. And so that's kind of where I come from. Um, I've been in honors classes since the third grade. So it's like education was always a thing in my household. And me just moving through this industry, again, I always try and be consistent. I try and be responsible and respectful. And I always try and elevate my game because I recognize there's somebody behind me trying to take my spot. <laughs> um, and of course I have to keep, outdoing myself so you know doing the work and going to classes and taking classes I never got complacent I never got comfortable and that's what happens to people sometimes is that you feel like oh I've made it and the next thing you know you're not here anymore you know what I mean because somebody else is coming with bigger and better and different um and I think for me Debbie Allen is the person who really showed me what it is to morph or transition into something else my mother would be like well you can't do backflips forever and I'm like why not Jackie Jan can, I am, you know, and I still am at this year, but I, you know, I need a little Epsom salt and a little ibuprofen <laughs> now. So watching her move from dancing into choreography, into producing, into directing, into acting, all those things felt natural to me. I took a journalism class in high school, which I fell in love with. And I really thought I was going to go to school for journalism, but I switched to sports medicine. And next thing you know, here I am in broadcast media, and I'm like, wow, God, you really heard that I wanted to do journalism. And here I am. So I just go where the skills and the gifts that he gave me take me. So I just respect them. I utilize them. I, I train them. I keep them tuned up and I keep it moving. Man, that is great. And that's your natural ability. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a blessing. You have to recognize that. And I'm glad that I, and I say this to people when I talk all the time, especially for parents who have kids and they see them and they can draw or they can paint or they're into music. Everybody wants their kid to be a doctor, lawyer, blah, 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 blah. But they could be the next Picasso. They could be the next Debbie Allen. They could be the next whoever. And you have to tap in and nurture their gift. And thank God my parents did. My mother was like, at first it was like, oh my gosh, she's tearing up the house. And now she's scratching the head. I remember watching her as I was dancing at Madison Square Garden for the first time. And she's like, how did this happen? You know, I'm dancing next to Whitney and Michael Jackson. She's like, what is going on? You know, I'm, I'm hosting award shows or presenting. And she's like, what? Come now, All right, well, just come on. I need you to come take out the garbage, you know. <laughs> so You've had the opportunity to work on various projects across different mediums. Could you share a particularly memorable moment or project that has had a profound impact on your career or artistic perspective? Uh, well, there are three of them for me. Um, one would be Getting Living Single, um, because I got the chance to work with Otis Reed, who is the most incredible direct photographer. If you don't know him, he did all of Spike Lee's stuff, good and bad hair from uh, school days, and I don't want to be alone tonight. And uh, he was doing Malcolm X's Lindy Hop, which I love, but I was on tour with Bobby Brown or something. And so by the time I met them, they were already in like third or fourth week of rehearsal. And it was too late for me, but he called me and he was like, I need you for this project. And he didn't have a deal or anything. And next thing you know, we make this piece of art that he edited just beautifully, cutting out all the backflips and stuff because I think I needed that. But him being the genius that he is, it's like, you don't need all that stuff. Um, and here we are 30 years later and Living Single is still alive and a blessing and social media. I get people who remake it all the time. So that's like the gift that keeps on giving. Remember the time, of course, was another one for me, which, you know, who didn't want to work with Michael Jackson? Like we grew up together watching him as a little kid and now I'm sharing stages and video and tape with him and John Singleton and all these people. So that was my first time like in a Hollywood studio um, set. We were at Universal Studios and I wasn't there as a tourist. And so it was like, oh my God, this is pinch me. My name is on the door and the clothing rack and that's mine. I'm like, what is happening? Yes. And then I have to say Rap City as well. You know, it um, came after I, I did not get hired for our major gig, which I say for my documentary, but you just stuck. It was a thing that made me go, you can't quit because you don't know what's around the corner. I was devastated because this was probably the first time I didn't get hired for a job that I really wanted. And it was a major national TV show. And next thing you know, Rap City came and it was like, look what God delivered while I was wiping my tears or whatever. And so those three things really were the most impactful That's for me. great. Balancing multiple roles as a dancer, choreographer, TV personality, and actress requires a unique set of skills, which you have. How do you manage to balance the demands of different roles and how has the multidisciplinary approach influenced your artistic expression? Well, it's crazy. I think even as women, how do we not know how to multitask? I think it's really innate. So for me, when people are like, listen, I need it. No, just do it. It takes two. Like, so I'm like an octopus. I know how to do 20 things really well at the same time. I just kind of compartmentalize and focus. But I guess that, again, I always go back to my gymnastics. You have to master four different apparatuses and you have to be in a room on a balance beam while everybody else is flipping, tumbling, laughing, screaming, yelling on the loudspeaker. And so you have to zone in. And so I know how to tap in. I can sleep in a noisy room 
and I don't need it to be quiet because I know how to shut it down. I actually focus better with music and stuff playing. Um, so I, I think it just is innate for me to do that. And I just have so much inside of me that has to get out artistically as a dancer, as a choreographer. When I look at things, I see what other people don't. I get paid to pay attention to detail. And so when I see these things or I hear these things, I have to like, I can change it. You know, some people say they see color and I think I'm kind of one of those people and I just kind of need to feed it and let it get out and live in the universe somehow, some way, somewhere. And I just, I didn't know that that was a thing until I realized, um, you know, during a quiet period of not working, I had to take a nine to five and it tortured me. I just, without joking, I just was like, I can't go back. I would get, feel like I was going to break out in the hives walking into this place. And every time the alarm clock went off, like, oh my God, why? And I actually liked what I was doing. It was fitness related, but I was like, no, I'm bigger than this. I'm greater than this. I, ah! So for me to multitask is um, just innate and kind of mandatory for me to live in my true self. You know, what's funny. I see you as a director. You sound like a director. Have you heard Thank that before? Thank you so much, because that is the next, yes, <laughs> I have. And that's the next plateau that I'm actually striving for. Um, you know, it's funny because even people now who are seeing my posts are like, the way that you compile your stuff and tell stories about an event is really good. And I'm like, but also as a choreographer, you have to tap in to let your body speak to the music. So sometimes it calls for that conceptually. And it's almost like a silent film dancing, right? It's like, there's no speaking, there's no verbiage. But if you know that I'm in pain, I need to show you that I'm in pain somehow, some way physically. Um, and I think that's kind of where we all live creatively on the same page with actual, you know, directors and choreographers that we're, that's where yeah, we Yeah, well, I see it, you know, I, I really... No, I see it because the way you communicate, you're very expressive. You're very storytelling. And I just, I also see, I feel director. It's, it just hit me. Thank you. Leslie. It just, yeah. So well, I. Let's hope this time next year or, you know, the next couple of years will be like best director for the best documentary award. Yeah, well, I feel it. We got to remember I mean, this moment. The way you communicate, it's like, wow, I, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling that. So you, I just had, I had to put it out there outside of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> the entertainment industry is constantly evolving. From your perspective, how have you seen the dance and performance landscape change over the years? And what trends or shifts do you find exciting or challenging for artists today? Well, I love the fact that it has shifted in the way that it is more accepting of body types. You see people, it's funny when people see me in person, they're like, why do they call you big lads? You're not that big. I'm really, I'm only five foot six. I'm probably, I'm overweight now. So I'm like 160 pounds, but like I can probably compete in dance anywhere between like 140, 160. Um, and I was considered a big dancer or nobody believes I'm a gymnast, right? Cause Simone Biles is four foot nine and most gymnasts are really small and petite. And yet I'm considered what you call a power gymnast at five foot six. So to see all shapes, forms, sizes of dancers, Beyonce's dancers are thick and voluptuous. You know, Savage Fenty, when you watch Rihanna's fashion show, thick, fabulous, you know, trans, whatever. And I used to get so much grief 
and so much pressure that I had to be so much better than everybody else just to make it through the audition process um, because they were so surface value about what you look like and your skin tone and all this other stuff. So I'm so thankful that it's morphed in that way. Um, I think the trends that I like, it's different because back in the 90s in the golden era of, of dance and hip hop dance and stuff, people were more familiar with the dancers. Now people are more familiar with the choreographers, which is a gift and a curse, right? Because then you, you only knew certain choreographers then by name, but you knew most of the dancers, myself, Josie, the Fly Girls, Tish. Now you don't really know the dancers. And not to say that they're not doing the work, but the choreography is, is shining now, which I think is really a beautiful now, thing. You know, it's funny you, about the word big. I never seen Big Les as that. I was thinking Big Les, like, you know, not in size, but just in your popularity. That's how I've always imagined your name. Oh I've always seen... Yeah. Well, I, I love never that. looked at it like your size. I've always like, that's big Les, you know, she's popping. Like I looked at it that way. I never looked no, at it no. as in size. Yeah. I love that version of it, but it comes with, you know, there was always so much pressure. I never named myself that they'd be like, I'd say I'm a gymnast and they'd be like, yeah. And then I would do a double back or whatever. They'd be like, Oh snap. <laughs> Who's the big girl doing backflips? And that's really kind of how it happened. And anytime I just say Les or Leslie, because people have known me for so long, big Les will never go away. So I just kind of embrace it. But it comes with a lot of, you know, insecurity and stuff at a time. People, it's weird. People think I have so much confidence and stuff. But what you don't realize is that, first of all, I was the only black girl in a predominantly white sport. I'm also, my body is on display, so I have thicker thighs while I'm wearing a leotard, and then there's pressure to kind of stay a certain size. So then I step into this industry that's used to like, you know, light skin, long hair, whatever, whatever, smaller frame, but I'm not that. But I can outdance these girls that are that. So which one do you want? You want the talent or you want the surface? You know what I mean? So I had to, I kind of embraced big by making my moves big, my presence big. And that's big, how I looked at and it. And all of that stuff. Your so presence. You make it you was always giving, Thank you. always positive, yeah. always had the same energy, always had light. Remember that clip I sent you? Was it the beginning yeah. of Thank this year? You, I seen and sent it. It was you flipping. Yes. yes I was like, yes, oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And nothing's changed. My mother's like, are you ever going to sit down? I'm like, no. I walk into the room. Even if I have a dress on, yes. like, I'm always down for a dance and battle. That's like, how, people going, and that's how I'm like, that's big like, less. Like, she's going to pull it. She's got, she's light. Yes. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, the only way I won't do is, like, if I don't have one to support bra, I'm like, sorry, you can't get it. Or my dress is really yes. tight. I'm like, I got to sit down. Many listeners <laughs> may be aspiring dancers, choreographers, or performers. What advice would you give to someone starting their journey in the world of dance and entertainment based on your own experience and the lessons you've learned along the way? Um, make sure that you are professional, that you show up on time, that you have a good attitude, that you are not somebody who's nasty or difficult to deal with and all that other stuff is a nightmare. That's the quickest way to get fired. Um, make sure that your skills speak for themselves, which means I need you to be versed in everything. A little bit of ballet, a little bit of jazz, a little bit of hip hop, a little bit of African. Give me some gymnastics, give me whatever, because if Broadway calls or commercial calls or a different concept calls, I need you to be ready. If you're only in one genre, then you're only going to work one type of gig. 
gig and then you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, don't be afraid to say no. Uh, all money ain't good money. So, you know, if you got to walk away from it and recognize that the blessing wasn't for you and another one is coming. So I think that's kind of Madam, the best that's very important, really guys. Very uh, informal. Mm, and you. not just that, it is the first things anyone should know in any industry. Yeah, very yeah, important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to move to a city, find your, I don't think we can say this word, if I, forgive me, the connotation of tribe, find your people, find your like-minded souls, um, find out where the work is. For us, when I came up, or for, you know, we didn't have the internet, we had to be really resourceful, so when people come up to me, like, well, how do I, I was like, you got Google, it's at your fingertips, you have access so don't act like you don't know where to start or how to start. Because we had to figure it out. We had to literally dig to China, call a tin can in a string, to call 411 and everything else, and use a phone book. Like, figure, you can figure it out. You know, you have to invest in yourself and you have Absolutely, to pull back the layers. Absolutely, because we didn't even have, uh, like you said, social media. So that means our advertising literally was word of mouth. Because you were, I mean, we're both mm -hmm. were bi-coastal, but... We knew each other based on word of mouth. And then when we finally met, we connected. And that was mm -hmm. without internet, social media, or any type right. of medium. And that's the thing that speaks to reputation, right? Because when you walk into a room, you don't want someone to be like, oh, there goes that. She's You want somebody to be like, oh, you need to hire her. Oh, you need to mess with her. But she knows her stuff. She's really good. She shows up. That's what it is. Reputation is the only thing that you yes, will have indeed. left when all I this is said and done. Because I know when I seen you at um, a screening, mm -hmm. I just was so happy to see you. Yes. Because you've always, you've always that glow. And for me, that's why you're big last. Thank you, Mama. Because of your your image. But, and I received that from you too. I'm very protect. I say hi to everybody. I hug a lot of people because, you know, I'm a physically contacting kind of girl. Um, that's my love language. But I'm also very protective of my space too or who I let in my circle. Yes. So I'm very so guarded that's why in that I was way, so happy to you see know? you because of that energy that you give. And that's why you're big Leslie to me. <laughs> um, can you please give the listeners and viewers and guests where can they find you across the board? On social media? I am Leslie Seagar, all across the board. L-E-S-L-I-E-S-E-G-A-R. I am Leslie Seagar on all platforms. LeslieSeagar.com is my webpage. Find me, stalk me, hunt me down. I'm there, I'm around, I'm always out. Um, and your girl's just hustling, trying to stay in the mix and just trying to um, really put some great art out there and, you know, make things happen and get all of this stuff that lives outside of me. Right now I'm just on a mission because I don't feel like dancers were represented so much at Hip Hop 50. Um, you know, it's one of the strongest elements of hip hop and it's morphed from b-boying into hip hop dancers. And usually they just give love to the rock steady crew. And I'm trying to represent for, you know, the women of the nineties, you got the fly girls, you have the BBD dancers, you got myself, you got Tish's individuals and all of us. So I just wanna, you know, make sure you guys recognize how important dance is because a lot of your favorite artists would not be the artists that they are. And you, the price of their ticket if it wasn't for the dancers and the people in the background elevating them and giving them life. You know? Well, that's always in the works too. You know, there's so many things in yes. such little time. Well, yes, Woo! well, I 
it's it's a true true blessing to have you on today and thank you once again I, and I, I really appreciate you making thank time. Thank you, girl. And I also want to thank everyone for tuning in and tapping into Windy World Daily with Wendy Washington, with Leslie Seagar. Stay tuned with her next projects. She's heavy in media as well, TV personality. And she has so much, so much, so much energy you guys so when you guys see her in person make sure you shout her out and thank you so much Leslie, for coming on today thanks Hi, everybody my name is wendy and i am the host of wendy world daily with wendy washington Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington is Monday through Friday for 15 minutes every morning, exploring and introducing Hollywood's most trending topics to interviewing creative influencers and celebrities. I will be living a world daily of entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. I can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. So make sure to subscribe and be ready to download Wendy World Daily with Wendy Washington. I look forward to seeing you there.